أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على محمد وآله الطاهرين Dear sisters and brothers in Iman, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Islamic teachings and values are based on two things. One is the Quran and the other is the Sunnah. The Quran describes the ideas and values for us, while the Sunnah of the Prophet and his Ahlul Bayt give us the examples of how to live by the Quran. Today we will visit the sayings and examples from the life of our 8th Imam Ali ibn Musa Raza One of the companions of Imam Raza by the name of Al-Hasan bin Ali bin Faddal asked him about diversity in human race, color and features. Then why did not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala create them in the same way? And Imam responded by saying that perhaps he wanted to make clear that people should not have this thought that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was unable to create diverse you know human races and so that whatever whenever a person thinks of a human being in one form or another he will see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created them in different forms and so that they will not say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created in this way or that way you know, whatever they think about it, they will be able to know about it. And Imam concludes by saying, By observing and thinking about the variety in the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will come to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has power over everything. So diversity in creation reflects Allah's power and glory. As I mentioned in the past two Friday messages, diversity is to be celebrated and should not be a basis of conflict. Abdullah bin As-Salat quotes an interesting story from a person from Balakh who was with the Imam in his journey in the, from Merv towards Khurasan. And he talks about the interaction of the Imam with his workers during the journey. He says, I was going with the Imam, I was traveling with the Imam to Khurasan. One day at the time of the meal, he asked that all his workers, the slaves and others, black and Arab, Arabs, all of them join him for the meal. He says, I told the Imam, you know, it would be better if you separate a, a tablecloth for them separately, the meal. And this is where Imam says, why? Our Lord is one. Our mother, Hawa, is one. The father, Adam, is one. And everybody will be recompensed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala according to their deeds. In another example, Yasir and Nadir, two servants of Imam Raza narrate that once the Imam told us, if I come to you while you are eating, don't stand up until you have finished your meal. It is norm, you know, when the, uh, when the boss or the master or an elder comes to see you or to talk to you and you are sitting down and having your meal, you would stand up out of respect. And Imam says, do not stand up from your meal finish it then we will talk they also say that sometimes he would call one of us and then when he is told that 
or he is ha having his meal, the Imam would say, let him finish his meal. Yet another example from Suleiman bin Ja'far al-Ja'fari, who was in a way related to the Imam. He says that he was with the Imam during one of the errands in the market. He says, then I said to the Imam uh, that I would like to go home, but Imam asked me to come with him and to spend the night as, at his place. So I followed him. I entered his house while the sun was setting. Then the Imam looked towards his servants who were building a stable for the animals. And among them was a black worker who was not part of his servants. The Imam asked, who is this person working with you? They said he is helping us and we will give him something as compensation. Imam asked them, have you agreed with him about his wages? They said, no, but he is okay with whatever we will give him. This is where Imam expressed his anger on this issue. And Suleiman al-Ja'fari said, why do you worry about such issues? And Imam responded to him by saying that I have repeatedly forbidden them from employing someone to work for them until they have agreed on his wages. وَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ مَا مِنْ أَحَدٍ يَعْمَلُ لَكَ شَيْئًا بِغَيْرٍ مُقَاطَعًا ثُمَّ ذِدْتُهُ لِذَلِكَ الشَّيْءِ ثَلَاثَ أَضْعَافٍ عَلَىٰ أُجْرَتِهِ إِلَّا ظَنَّ أَنَّكَ قَدْ نَقَصْتُهُ أُجْرَتُهُ Imam says that you should know that whenever someone works for you without an agreed upon wages, then if you recompense him three times more than his fair wages, he will still think that you have given him less than what he deserves. But if you agreed with him upon an amount, then you give him his fair wages, he will thank you for fulfilling the bargain. And if you give him even a little bit more, he will know that and he will recognize that you have given him more. The Imam's message is that in business and in financial matters, agree on clear terms from the beginning. So there is no confusion and misunderstanding. Even if you are doing business with those who are close relatives or friends, put it in writing. I know of many examples where the business deals and partnership have fallen apart because they were very close to one another and they did not put anything in writing. Yasir al-Khadim, another servant of the Imam, narrates that once Mahmoud al-Rashid received an inquiry from the city of Nishapur about a Zoroastrian who made a will before his, his death to, to distribute a substantial amount of money among the poor and the needy. And so the judge of Nishapur distributed that money among the poor and the needy who were Muslims. Mamun Rashid asked Imam Raza about it. What is your opinion on this issue? And Imam said the Zoroastrian would not have intended that as a charity for the Muslim poor and needy. Therefore, write to the judge instructing him that he should withdraw an equivalent amount from the Muslims' public revenue and distribute it among the Zoroastrian poor and needy. This is just one example of the Ahlul Bayt showing us how to uphold a sense of respect for the rights of the minority, especially under Muslim rule. Contrary to popular belief, many non-Muslim minorities were preserved or even flourished 
despite being under Muslim rule throughout history. It is unfortunate to see, to see that this Islamic philosophy isn't upheld today, especially in many Muslim nations. Closer to home, we need to also reflect on these examples within our own communities and how we interact with others. Here in Canada, people commemorated the Canada Day this week. Many celebrate it as a birth of a nation. However, we must also remember that this nation was founded upon the land of the indigenous people. Their lands were taken away, countless innocents were killed, and the ones who survived faced systematic persecution. They lost their language, culture, and faith. Around 150,000 children were separated from their parents and put in government-funded, church-run boarding schools to assimilate them. Let us reflect upon reality and let's follow the example of our 8th Imam Ali ibn Musa Raza by treating others with respect, dignity, and compassion. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.